Can I ask you something? What took you so long to respond to me? I sent you a very well-crafted message three weeks ago. And today, out of the blue, you hit me up asking if you want to grab dinner. What changed? I didn't feel like being alone. Not tonight. So you turned to Tinder. So what happens tonight? Did you think we were going to have sex? Nah, <laughs> look at you. No. I thought we were going to hang out, maybe get to know each other. Field execute a turn signal back there. Go ahead and ask you to step out of the vehicle for me. Could you please hurry up? What did you say? It's just cold. Get on the ground! Keep your hands where I can see Why is he under arrest? Get back what is your car? badge number? Chill, just chill! I'm reaching for my cell phone! <laughs> Self-defense. We didn't a black money and Clyde. In the city breaking and everybody shaking up Are you gonna outrun the police? We don't have to outrun them. We just have to make sure they don't know where we are. This is Kentucky, my friend. There's a war going on out there, and you welcome this into our home? Is this y'all? Y'all really gave us something to believe in. We need a death for real. Let them go! They got them black panthers. Power to the people. All we can do is go forward. There is nothing back there for us. Let's just keep going. What if God wanted me to die and I messed up his plan? I don't think that's what he wanted. How you know? I just think you were meant to be here. I'm scared. It's all right. I'll be brave enough for the both of us. I'm taking you dancing. Let's go. You're willing to risk getting caught so we can dance? Hell yeah. Don't worry, you're safe here. I just want to let you know that I'm okay and that I love you. I want a guy to show me myself. I want him to love me so deeply. I'm not afraid to show him how ugly I can be. Thank you for bringing us this far. Thank you for this journey. Please! No matter how it ends. What do you want? I want to ride or die. Can I be your legacy? You already are. All righty. Welcome back, everyone, to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we will be reviewing Queen and Slim. Uh, we wasn't able to see the movie over the weekend, so we're going to be reviewing it today. Um, before I get into the review, I want to tell everyone, let everyone know what the movie is about. Queen and Slim is the story of a couple's first date that takes an unexpected turn when a police officer pulls them over. Um, it was directed by Melina Matsukas, and it was written by Lena Waithe, uh, and it stars Daniel Kaluuya and Jody Turner-Smith. So um, before we get into the actual review, once again, I am joined by some special guests. Uh, first, he's first from the Cinemania World page and YouTube. We have Alex Madden. Alex, what's up, bud? What's going on? Good to be back on one of these podcasts again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. You had some work scheduling and some school scheduling, but it's got good to have you back on the show. We just got back from seeing the movie not too long ago. Um, at, and yeah. At, at the new Arclight Cinemas. In Boston, yes. Very, very nice. They got some work to do. Oh, my God. We had to climb up so oh, many flights man. of stairs. The escalator's not working. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, without further ado, we are also joined by a very, very special guest. Um, been trying to have this guy on the podcast for a very, very long time. Uh, Mr. Colby uh, told me himself. Colby, Matt, Colby, how are you, man? Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Colby Mack, and I'm on the Cinemania World podcast, and it feels good. 
Yes, man. Awesome. Very nice. I, I love, love your, I love yeah. the energy, man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm over here like falling asleep. I'm tired, <laughs> and t- you know, and he's wide awake. He's he's chilling. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good. I am chilling. It's about 34 degrees outside down here in oh. Atlanta, so I am chilling. Oh, 30, 34 where? in Atlanta, bro. Wow. Yeah, this Atlanta, wow. the, the past couple yeah. years, it's been colder in Atlanta than it has been up in New York. So it's been uh, Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, shit. it's like 27 over here right now. Never, it's it is never. cold. And we're getting a snowstorm. Yeah, it's snowing as well. It's a mess everywhere, I guess. God damn. Um, but very nice to have you on the show, man. I've been trying to work this up for a while now, but um, I couldn't figure out a better movie to have you on. You know, we got Queen and Slim to talk about. Alex and I finally saw it. I've been, I've been trying to see this movie since last week. Um, actually, I missed a screening a few weeks ago, so I finally got to see it. Um, but let's get right into it. Uh, we said what the movie's about. We got all of our intros in. Let's get some thoughts on the movie. Um, as our special guest, Colby, well, let's start with you. What did you think about this movie? Yo, um, this film, after we kind of got through the first, you know, two thirds of the 2019 film year, it was definitely right. my most anticipated of the remainder of this season, you know? And objectively, this film has some incredibly strong direction. Like, it's very slick the way that Melina Masukis mm. captures the beauty of black skin. Um, mm-hmm. The camera work is crazy. You could tell, I mean, obviously from her, you know, her background, she's got an eye on what urban images look like on, mm-hmm. I mean, on the big screen. And it's really, really strong. And the music that really sets the mood to this film very appropriately. And the performances, I mean, you know, Daniel Kaluuya right now is top 10 in my book, you know, of uh, oh, young black totally actors. Agree. I know, he's today. great. I'll I see totally anything agree. that this man is in, and for the most part, the, the you know the performances are really good. With you know, with a you know a couple of issues that I may have, the narrative construction, of the screenplay, a like where I kind of have a lot of my gripes with the film as a whole. Right, right. Subjectively, mm-hmm. I've never been more soul broken and conflicted after watching a movie like I have when I watched Queen and Slim. And that's not necessarily all a bad thing. Um, I feel that this is one of the most socially irresponsible films of the year. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. also not all a bad thing. And it's also it's it's painful to to vocalize. I am a young black film critic, and this is tough. Um, however, I have a responsibility to not fully allow my un my unmet expectations to unfairly color my criticism or my critical analysis and i cannot ignore the way that this film has impressed on audiences because i tell you this i watched this in orlando florida last week during a busy thanksgiving day holiday and my 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 theater was packed and there right, was applause right. throughout mm. and ultimately as a storyteller myself as a filmmaker that's the goal um so yeah that's my that's my non spoiler take Right, right. Nice. See, I actually, um, I actually agree. Would have to agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I guess where I started to feel a lot of because first things first, I thought the uh, direction was very, 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 very beautiful. Um, I totally agree. The way um Melina Matsuka's kind of captures um black love and black life, I really, really enjoyed watching. Um, especially as a young black film critic as well. You know, I really enjoyed watching her. Her views on that, um, and I, and once again, Daniel Kaluuya, because one thing this movie, <coughs> one thing this movie has to do, um, it has to capture like a lot of shocking moments, and I think it does that so well. Um, mm-hmm. 
I, um, and I also think that, uh, you know, Daniel Kaluuya, his performances was just, was just really, really good. Jody Turner-Smith, um, as one of her main kind of, um, blockbuster, not blockbuster, but one of her main kind of startup performances, I thought she was also, um, pretty good for the most part, um. Story wise, I did start to see it, see the movie kind of little take a little bit of a turn, especially by the ending. The ending, um, no spoilers or anything. The ending like didn't really do well with me because it felt like it's emotionally listen. manipulative as fuck. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. also, um, <laughs> you know, like I don't think I was the was I the only one that it felt like okay, like it felt like people were they were they were writing this and they were like, listen. We want to get to a point, but how do we get to that point? And then the ending kind of just feels kind of abrupt. And then like, how did this happen? Where did they, they come from? Where did this come from? What's going on? You know? So, uh, but overall, um, I did have a really good time with the movie, with the storytelling, with the love between, um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Jody Turner Smith was very, very nice to see. But, um, Alex, what about you? What do you think? Um, I thought that this was a very good movie. Um, I do agree with some of the points you guys said. The ending does feel, thinking about it now, it does feel a little abrupt. Um, but I think I think these characters in this movie are well realized, and I like how that this movie is a take, uh, like a modern day take on the Bonnie and Clyde story. Uh, with these characters, um, I love how their personalities are so different, but yet they have like all the chemistry and they feel like they're compatible with each other. Uh, that's one thing I really loved. The performances were really good, especially Daniel Kaluuya and holy shit, uh, Jody Turner Smith. Like what a breakout. Um, I loved, uh, I love some of the visual aesthetics too. Cause I don't know if you guys noticed this, but if you look at like the cars that they're driving, they're not really modern cars, you know, they kind of look like cars that are from like the nineties, maybe late eighties, uh, stuff like that. So I like, I like that visual aesthetic there with the cinematography. Um, my issues with the movie, I just felt that that uh, there's two scenes interspersed with each other with each other throughout. Uh, in uh, I think it's at a point in the second act, like towards the end of the right. second act, that I felt one 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 scene was really good, and then the other scene I was like, this could just be taken out of the movie. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank. I a gotta little be honest bit. with you. That is the full stop at the movie for a lot of folks. I almost walked out. Really? Really? What part? You said, you said second act. Second. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's it's, like it's actually the, it's it's towards the end of the second act, beginning of the third okay. act, and yeah. Um, I think when we get to when we get to like, are we spoiling this? Uh, we can towards the end if you guys yeah. want to. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's, I'll say for this film, it's going to be hard to try to really go into it too deep because there's so much to bite into without okay. spoiling it. But I know exactly the scene that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So with that being said, we'll get into some more non-spoiler thoughts and then we'll go into some spoilers because it'd be a waste of time to do like a whole separate spoiler show for <laughs> this movie. You know, um, we only do that for like the big, big, big movies and stuff like that. But I, you see, so I would... um. There was a so there's a lot to like about this this the film the cinematography really good some of the um editing was pretty good there's but there's also there was like they kept doing this thing where like people would would talk and then like no one's talking and like I was like yeah and I was like but 
what's what is that you know i was like a little bit taken <laughs> out about that you know because then like a whole conversation you're kind of missing and i kind of like seeing emotion it, it kind of reminded me of when book smart um although the although the scene is good it reminded me of book smart when like um they were having an argument the first time ever they're having oh, yeah. an argument and it's kind of like yep. you can't hear what they're saying um you can kind of mouth off what they're saying a little bit but i'm like i would love to hear actually what they're talking about um and stuff so that was probably one thing that i probably was like a little bit um kind of salty on um the performances were great some of the decision making with the characters were very very kind of questionable a little bit i would say but uh, here here's my thing with that though i think the bad decisions yes they're questionable but i think it benefits the movie in that sense because it's like what if this was real life like what if this was like one of us like i feel like somebody in real life they would definitely make different decisions, but I think some of the decisions they make in this movie, I think people would make in real life. So mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really see that as bad writing per se. I just see it. Oh yeah. Kind of, yeah. I, I just see it kind of more as like, as like, this is like, these characters are like fearful for their lives. Like they're, they're so hasty right now and like trying to get out of the situation as fast as they can. So they're, they're just trying to make, split second decisions so i don't so that's why like yeah they are kind of bad decisions but at the same time it benefits the movie you know yeah i see what you mean and it's not so much that it's bad writing i think it's really open to taste because when you use yeah when you decide to craft your screenplay in that way you got to understand that as audiences we give the writer and director carte blanche on how to interpret this film right so when you mm. present your actors in this opening scene in such a way these are the rules that you're kind of setting up the reason why it, I, it, it felt questionable to me is because i've been introduced to at this point and, and keep in mind up until the end of the film we never get the names of our protagonists right, which is right. which is really it's, it's really interesting and even though the film is called queen and slim no one is referencing them to queen and to slim um, there is a lot of symbolism with the story, and you know, Lena Waithe. Obviously, she's she's a recognizable name, and it's not that she mm-hmm. hasn't done anything. We have to remember this is her first full length <clears throat> feature screenplay, and I right, think that right. there were some things that made itself evident on screen. I'm not going to say it's amateurish, but it's a little bit green. There's a lot going into this script, and some of those choices, like in like the absence of logic. Um, Mm -hmm. It can seem weird because it seems to counter what has been told to us by these characters. um, I guess it's revealed at the end of the film, Jodie Turner-Smith, she plays Angela. Angela Mm -hmm. is an attorney. There's choices that she makes. There's dialogue that she dispenses that seems contrary to what we know of attorneys. That's the Mm -hmm. part that seems hard. Right. Yeah. I, right. I I didn't That's even. A good I point. just listen. I just realized that there's no name throughout the film. I'm like, oh my god, how did I miss that? I didn't even. I guess I was so into it, and I was like, you know, really, really enjoying it for the most part. That I didn't. I didn't notice it. And, and I guess, listen. Um, I get it. Writing a screenplay is hard. I've written screenplays and stuff, especially your first one. I mean, you go mm-hmm. through you go through so many drafts. So I can That's just what tell. I'm doing right now. I, I can tell she was going through so many endings in her head. And I'm like, the ending that she kind of went with, I'm just like, I don't know if that was the right ending because it feels so like, I don't know how to end this story between this two, these two, but I know I want it to happen this way, but how do we get to this, to this moment? 
Um, one thing I will I will comment on that I really enjoyed was um I liked a lot of the side characters. I usually don't like side <laughs> characters. Yeah, they um, were good. Yeah, I usually don't like side characters in some movies, but I actually quite enjoyed a lot of the side characters. I thought I thought Bokeem uh, Woodbine was very very funny as Uncle, Uncle Earl. Earl. Yeah, Uncle Earl was very cool. There's there's a big dude at the beginning who's hilarious. Like um yeah um, yeah no big na- dude no name a, guy yeah the, yeah the, yeah the, you know what I'm gonna call him I I won't. I don't know if it's a spoiler or anything, but yeah, but he was um he was so he was so funny. His kid was funny. There's like there's like another um another like um like white couple that they kind of get into at the um, in the middle of the movie that I actually enjoyed as well, um and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of aspects to enjoy with this movie, but then there is a lot of aspects where I would agree where like you see kind of the amateurish kind of ideas and storytelling um and stuff. But I um yeah I. I I'd be lying if I said I didn't. I didn't enjoy the. I didn't enjoy the film. Uh, for the most part, I had a good time with it. I was laughing. I was kind of, um, it, um, you know, some parts are very emotional, especially when, especially like, um, there's a there, like when the whole thing happens and from the trailer. I mean, you know the, you know, like that. What whatever happens happens. Um, when you're just watching Daniel Kaluuya, you feel so bad for him because he just wants to. He says it like I just want to go home and like you know and he yeah. can't because you're in trouble now and this yeah. has this is this is your fate this is this is your life now you're on the, you're on the run um, and that was kind of sad to watch and stuff so I mean it was both both the characters were pretty uh, pretty good um, so I I, I would enjoy, I enjoyed it as far as that as far as those aspects you know um, had mm-hmm. a couple of gripes but you know the gripes I don't think the my gripes outweigh um, the you know the likeness of the movie as of right now at least maybe because i just got out of it and you know i haven't thought about it a lot too too much but um yeah i would say overall it was like overall it was like okay it was good um what let's get you guys overall thoughts on the film before we get into like some spoilers because i do want to talk about the ending and stuff like that um so colby i'll start with you yeah i mean overall i think that what lena waith and i've heard her in a lot of interviews say is that she set out to make a movie about black love minus a white lens. And did she, you know, did she beat that objective? I would say yes. I think where this movie shines the most is displaying black love. Um, I think it's unique to have two lead characters that are of a darker skin complexion. You don't get that very often. Um, so combating, you know, those, you know, th- those those biases um, to, to what we're used to seeing on film is beautiful to see. Seeing black love, even though I wasn't in love with the way that the scenes were interspliced with one another, um, we don't get that. And I thought that that was really strong, really powerful. And matching that black love story with the way that Melina Masuka's direction can put it all together, that's where the film really does shine. It was the social commentary and the lack of a conversation about what the film, I think, purports itself to be, mm, that yeah. was a little mm. frustrating. And throughout the entire movie, I'm like, yo, I feel like we're going to get it, and then we don't. And then we may touch on it a little bit, and then we never come back to it. Um, and I feel like that in the climate that we're in, however unfair it is, um, as black storytellers, we unfairly have to be really responsible with the way that we speak or the projects that we work on. Um, and unfortunately, we don't have the privilege to just make a movie and let it be a movie, that the movie is going to talk and speak more. I mean, think about it. When somebody goes to watch you know, a Jordan Peele film, they're not just looking for a regular movie. They're looking for the movie to say something. And this movie, I thought was going to say something, and it's frustrating because it did not say what I wanted to. 
And that's also right. a little selfish and a little subjective, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that I was, I'll come out and say, yo, this is subjectively like why I feel this way. Um, mm-hmm. But that's like, that's about it. I still recommend it for everyone to see, to make up their minds for themselves. <clears throat> and then once we can get into a little more spoiler and kind of peel back some other layers, I think right. that the best thing that this film will do is create a discourse that I think needs to be had. Agreed. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alex, what about you? Yeah, I uh, I loved uh, I loved a lot of aspects of this movie. There's a couple aspects I didn't really like, but I mean, for the most part, I thought that the uh, I thought that um, the social commentary uh, at times I thought it was a little bit too much. But it is a, it is definitely an important movie. I think people do have to go and see this movie. I think it's I think it's really really well done, uh, well directed, well shot. Uh, you got really good performances with really great characters that are fully realized. Uh, some some decisions that the characters make that may not make sense to in the short term, but make sense in the long term. And it's just I love I love the visual aesthetic how it just kind of feels like it's a movie that especially when you see them like in an old like American like it kind of feels like it's an American like wherever they're going it kind of feels like they're in like an American town that isn't up to par with like modern society. Like we see them in the countryside driving, right. Right. Drive, driving like a 1990 Dodge truck or something. And mm-hmm. it, anywhere you look, it's like almost as if like nobody has like modern technology. So that's an aspect that I really appreciated about the movie. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so, all right, everyone, we are going to get into some spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie, I just wanted to listen to our non-spoiler thoughts. You can click off right here. Um, thanks for joining us. But if you have seen the movie, you want to get into our spoiler thoughts, I want to get right into them now. So spoiler warning, full, full spoiler warning in five, four, three, two, one. Um, all right. Now I want to get into Kobe uh, again, really quick. Cause I, I, I feel like you were holding back on a lot of what you were saying as far as, <laughs> as, far as uh, spoilers spoilers go. So I want you to go full-fledged. Uh, what, what, is, what are some of your spoiler, spoilerific thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that, you know, I really, I allow the marketing to set my expectations, and I really don't have a problem with it. Some folks, you know, really don't want to see trailers or anything like that. I'm the opposite. Right now, I like seeing the I first trailer. Yeah, you know, I like seeing the first trailer, not too much after that, so that way it can form my expectations. And I think it's not illogical to think that if you go into a film and then your expectations aren't met, that's definitely going to impact the way that you feel about the film. And and that's where you got to take some time to really, you know, kind of think about it. Um, So, like, first and foremost, what I always do, always look in regards to, well, what was that expectation, right? Um, When I look into (coughs) Queen and Slim and, like, just looking at their the letterbox blurb, it's an exploration of America's social and political climate through the lens of a genre-defying love story. Mm-hmm. The film centers on a black man and a black woman who go on a first date that goes awry after the two are pulled over by a police officer at a traffic stop. They kill the police officer in self-defense, and rather than turn themselves in, they go on the run. So knowing this before anybody watches the film, there's a couple of things that I feel like is frustrating when you look at the overall, pro- you know, the overall product. Is this an exploration of America's social and political climate through the lens of this black story? Well, it is, but it doesn't do that very well. The Mm -hmm. black love story, like I mentioned earlier, is the strongest part of the film. But there was not, to the best of my knowledge, any exploration to the social or political climate. 
our protagonists were unaware at first that they became this the the these cultural you know uh, um, cult like figures inside of the mm-hmm. you know the black society. But then early in the film, they recognize it. There was a stop that they made after illogically, you know, they they kidnap a Kentucky sheriff and and, and oh, drive yeah, him yeah. back and, and stuff like that. Yeah. They decide to park 50 feet outside of a 24-hour burger chain to get something to eat after they just participated in killing a cop. And this kid instantly recognizes them. And let me tell y'all something. When I talk about how when you set up the rules of the film, I got to abide by those rules. We also have to understand that outside in the real world, dash cam footage does not get released to the public in less than six hours. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. I was like, that's what I was saying too. <clears throat> that was one of the things where I like, I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, I was like, okay, this movie is two hours and fifteen minutes. Where the pacing can be a little drawn out because that is way too soon. I was like, wait a minute, how does he already know what they look like? We have the fit, we have the footage, we have this yeah. and that. We know your fit, especially in the nighttime. He's like, yeah, oh my god, you're the, I, you're the, uh, I, I, feel, I feel like it was a weird substitute because isn't there like that passing line where they're like, what if he had a body cam or something? And then it's just like, it's just like, no, we're just gonna do this dash cam instead of a body cam. It just, yeah, I, I, I gotta agree with you guys on that. Yeah, and I a weird call. Yeah, and, and, and as far as um what you said about expectation, listen, I am like, if a movie, if I, because if, I'm the same way, I watched the first trailer, and that's it. I don't need a trailer two. You know, trailer two for Just Mercy just came out today. I'm not watching it. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with with one trailer, and that's it. Um, so I completely understand. And, and if like as far as one trailer. If you don't exceed like what my expectations were, I'm just not. I don't, and I don't like it. And I'm gonna say it because there's a there's a bunch of movies from this year alone that I'm in the minority of because I'm just like I wanted a little bit more from that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, like Ford v Ferrari, The Lighthouse, Toy Story Four. I mean, I'm always like, I'm always like, you know, like okay, listen, I I get what you're trying to do, but I need a little bit, a little bit more than the norm and stuff. So I completely, I completely understand where you're coming from as far as for that as well too. Yeah, and, and, and it's one of those things where also with this film, I think the one thing that I was really hoping the conversation that would have that I think is, uh, there's not a film that's really tackled it, a couple, but not like fully. And I thought this was an opportunity to do it with what this film tells me that it's going to be. It says it's going to be a social and political climate that we're looking through a different lens. We have to understand that there's a problem in our country in regards to policing. And I think people conflate the two and get it mixed up. There's a difference between dirty cops and cops that do bad things and police in bad ways. Um, right. And we've stigmatized and created this stereotype that when we see a dirty cop, it means that they're up to no good. Well, we see them in a very different light where dirty cops are behaving like you know criminals, right? In this right. film, the one thing that I'll give credit to it is that it does not show a dirty cop, which could undercut the entire reason for being on the run. It shows a cop making some questionable decisions and policing bad. Um, I got to say that the actual traffic stop, that construction of the traffic stop, I found to be one of the best constructed film traffic stops probably that I've ever seen. There's a lot of nuance and it takes a great actor like Daniel Kaluuya to sell you on it. Because if we think about it, objectively, did Daniel Kaluuya do anything wrong in that traffic stop? Of course not. No. No. And there's a lot of people in this country that never see that because the, the sad truth is that when these traffic stop happens... And they go wrong, we don't get that side of the story because they end up dead. That's the beauty of this film is that this is the first time that we see a figure end up alive. 
The choice to run, it feels odd coming from not him. The fact that the attorney says, yo, we got to go, that is like a turning point for you to either say, am I in on this movie or is this movie leaving me behind? Because that lapse of logic on her part, where she's a defense attorney for criminals, to say we're going to run, <clears throat> that didn't seem to jive with me for what and we it, were showing. And it seemed like she knew a lot about running away too. I'm like, girl, what? Where'd you learn all this stuff? I'm the criminal. Yeah, right? I like, yeah. her uncle, but like it, yeah, it was yeah. weird, right? Like I'm like, have you covered up people's tracks before? Yeah. Like, I'm, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> like, all right, cool. So we're on the run and stuff like that. But like y'all said, there's a series of illogical things that they do. They make these detours where I'm like, yo, you don't have time to do this. Like what? And it, it's and it's it's I can I can go with it. I can, I can give it passing and there's some things like with the dialogue that I'm ah, I'm, I'm kind of like I said everything else but the editing and the screenplay you know is good for me um, and even though I like the comedy sometimes it felt weird with the tone you know because yeah, these people did, are yeah. on the run like the comedy by itself is funny yo Uncle Earl is one of the best screen characters <laughs> that we've seen this I love, year. I love oh, Uncle Earl. I love them too. He was so great. He was so great. So good. You stuck my picket rate. Yeah. It's, 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 that's make sure funny. Make, make sure you shut the gate. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was like, yeah. <laughs> so and, then I, and then like when they're leaving, he's like, yo, I ain't your uncle. But I mean, yeah, all right, cool. like, yeah he was so great. Funny, but I wish that that tone would have matched throughout. And I, I feel like in this film, that comedy was a little bit unnecessary. Um, but I guess we'll get to it. I think the biggest scene where... I literally was this close to walking out, and I do not walk out of films. Okay, yeah, what scene? Because I'm like so I don't know what which, which one it's possible. <laughs> Yo, so okay, so the, um, you know, they end up. I think they're in Georgia. Uh, yeah, they're they're in Georgia, right outside of Savannah, and their car breaks down, and they go to an auto body shop, and there's a, a gentleman who knows who they are, but decides to still help them, and his son is tasked to kind of take them for a little walk while they're getting their car worked on. And this little boy seems like a happy-go-lucky little kid that has an idea of what they are. And you could tell that he's really like affixed by what they claim to be. And he says some things. There's something about Lena's screenplay that's very lyrical. It's very poetic. And that's beautiful, but it lacks some depth to believe it coming out of certain characters. And this young man makes probably the dumbest uh, cinematic decision that I've seen. I, okay, that. Okay, mm -hmm. I was protest. like, I was like, what is? Okay, the protest was okay. So that's the scene. I kind of yeah. had a feeling that was yeah. the scene. But like, but, yeah, my my problem with that is that like I thought it, I thought it was just jarring that they interspersed like the protest scene with the sex scene. Yeah, that was yeah, there was there was no point to it. And the thing is, I would love to ask, like, what was the point of that? Are we supposed to see like the angst of like you know hate? Or, or anger with like the beauty of like sexual climax like it, it's too much at once i feel like they yeah. both could have had their own time in the film but to right. do that together it doesn't get me wrong you know I, I don't have a problem with on-screen nudity and like that it was a very it's one of the longer sex scenes that you will see you yeah know, it was graphic yeah. i was it like was super like I, I i was like um listen i was expecting them to do a nice little like soft core kind uh -huh. of sex scene oh, bro, where you, get, you know you get, you get several pumps. it's it's <laughs> no it's it's legit it's like screaming and everything along with this protest and i'm like well, okay this is a little weird um and then the, okay the kid first of all he just shoots the i what was this he like shoots the he's like he like so shoots so, the black cop. It caught cops. me off guard. Yeah, he yeah. shoots the black cop, and I'm like, 
what what was that? And then you just never hear from the kid again. That's it. No, you know, no, I mean, because essentially the kid dies. Like in the next scene, and this is it's a really rough cut that we get where you know right after he shoots the black cop, and the black cop was honestly saying, "Yo, kid, you don't need to be here, man. Just, yeah, go, just home. go home." And this yeah. kid is so filled with hate, and for some reason he has this he has this adoration to be immortalized, and he completely misinterprets what the figures of Queen and Slim are. And I guess if I'm the director. Or the writer, I'm saying, hey, this is the 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 danger of what this type of event can lead to. But then we never talk about it. Um, the next scene, we have Flea and we have um, um, uh, Chloe Savini, who are the people that they're meeting up with um, in Savannah, and they say, hey, by the way, you know, a kid got shot at a protest because of you guys. And it seems that you know Ernest and Angela are like, oh my God, that's so sad. But then they don't say anything else. They immediately right. go into a prayer and have dinner. That's the opportunities of conversations about, yo, this, I don't want to be remembered. Like it, they say at the end of the film, I, I want to, you know, I'm going to think about legacy. Right now, your legacy says that you have, you, you've spawned this conflict, whether you meant you're to the, or not. You're the which, Joker. Yes. And, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. and I, I just wish that there was an opportunity to speak about it, but the film never talks about it. And I literally, okay. I jumped up, my wife and I, we jumped up and I was like, yo, I want to go because they just that in this climate you gotta understand the people who combat this film when they see this scene you know what they say oh that's the reason why we fear you guys i see i totally okay so now getting into the spoiler stuff because at first i'm like i'm like because listen all weekend i was just so the reason why i had to have you on this review and i know you're probably sick and tired of talking about this movie already but like the reason i had to <laughs> i had to have you on this review because i'm like i really want to know where he like where he's coming from because you know i'm thinking about because a lot of them even like a lot of casuals won't think about these kind of nuances in the movie and like these questions and stuff so um yeah i mean leave it to us film critics and stuff like that but that this is like learning what your your vision of the movie is now i'm kind of understanding it because i'm like i get it you know what i mean at, at the end of the day these two as much as the as much as the screenplay and the directing wants us to believe that at the end of the day they're gonna be looked at as heroes, at the end of the day, to a mass culture of Americans, they're gonna be looked at as criminals, and that's at the mm. end of the day, is that what we really wanted? You know, so I I actually do understand exactly where you're coming from, um, Colby. So this is this is great. So I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, you know? yeah, very very good deep dive. Yeah, yeah. So um, all right, let's get into the ending because I was a little okay. So I was a little. Uh, I, I liked the movie still. I last even even with all the conversation, I still liked the movie. But um I'm I'm having trouble with the ending because the ending, they they meet this guy who who is who's also another great side character. All the side characters were really funny. Um they meet another they meet another dude. Um he drops them off. Okay. There's a there's a there's a, there's a plane right there. And then cops just show up. I said, "What? Well, how? You know?" And then I was like, "Where did that come from?" The way, see, the way I saw that scene is that when he, well, like when he was on the phone talking to the other guy, like, I don't. This is probably me looking too far into it. I think he tipped them off. I think he tipped that guy off, and that guy tipped off the cops or something. You think? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't see why because once again, and back to Kobe's point, it defeats the purpose of what they're trying to really say right. about right. the movie. And then, so I was like, see that, and that's why I felt like, okay, this is what happened. I can, I, I can already tell. We want to, okay, we want them both to die at the end. 
in a poetic matter or whatever. But how do we get to the death? How do the cops find them? Did the cops just show up? I said, okay. Oh, okay. like 20 then, seconds right after and, they got to. And then yeah. what about the guy with the plane? Did he leave? Did he run away? Where did he go? He was just he, chilling inside the cockpit. He said, oh, well, shit. Fuck. They got caught. And, you know, and then, okay, and then, like, they're... They're holding hands, and I'm like, "All right, they're, they're, this is like, this is like set it off. This is like all those kind of sad endings. They're just gonna die." Okay, uh, now, now it's all about the execution. I don't think the execution was well because uh, the execution. Because, words there. Yeah, because the, <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> well, um, well, because like okay, so sh- they're they're talking. I mean, it's shocking. It's abrupt, and you're like, "Oh they, wow!" They, I mean, no. they made a decision. Like when the moment they said, "Yo, I'm, I don't want to let go of your hand." In my mind, that tells me the audience, you've made a decision that you are not going to go peacefully. Because when you say, I'm not going to let go of your hand, and you have the police saying, yo, raise up your hands and like drop to your knees, well, you're making a decision that you're ready to die. And that seems a little bit contrary to the entire time that they've been fighting to survive. And there wasn't enough turmoil that I saw on screen that says, yo, this has been too much of a, like a weight on their shoulders to no longer want to persist, right? So it was tough. The, the thing is, and I said that the scene, this scene is emotionally manipulative because as a black man, I hate to see, and there's a lot of people that didn't want to see this movie because of just residual trauma. I don't want to see more black and brown bodies be unjustifi- unjustifiably you know, destroyed. And unfortunately, that's what we see. And a lot of people yeah. don't even understand the nuances mm. in policing. Yeah. Well, how do a squadron of, you know, these police, how do you handle this? Like, what is the proper way to approach these people? And you have some people that don't know, because honestly, it is a mystery. My wife had no clue. I mean, well, he picked her up. How could they know? And they, well, technically, they are supposed to abide by the commands of the police officer. So when they do not, is the alternative just to end life? Because this is, this is what I was hoping the movie would get to. Yo, what does justice mean? Do we think that what happened was justice? Was that executing justice? Like, does, does someone say, I feel good? You know what? That's justice. I ended these two criminals' lives and justice has been served. I don't think Not so. Not at all. Especially when, like, yeah. especially when no guns were fired, no we- no no weapons were shown between them two. Um, first of all, and then, like, okay, so, um, so Queen, she has on this, like, dress. So where is she going to hide anything, okay? Daniel, <laughs> yeah, I was like, exactly. Daniel, I was like, okay, you know, he could hide it in his shirt, but, like, then we had this like this odd decision to have this one random cop just shoot the girl, and I said, oh, what? "What did your What did your audience yeah. do when they shot her? What did they do?" Well, well, okay, so it was the just sad, the two of us. Yeah, it was just the two of us oh, in there because we went. Yeah, we went to the new the new theater, and usually when there's a new theater in Boston, because there's so much theaters, there's like no one in there for the first couple of months gotcha. until like a, until like it pick it picks up a little bit. So it was only me and Alex in there. But I was nice. like, "Oh, what was that?" I mean, that was my yeah, response. Like, it, it I was like, off. "What?" It caught me off guard, and then they just they do a weird brief shot too, where it shows like who shot her, and it's a, like a woman. I was like, that's kind of like weird, like yeah. Then like yeah, and then she uh, doesn't get okay, and then, and then no consequences come to her. They just like, hey, what are you doing? And then they just let her stay with the gun on the other guy. And I yeah. said, I would have taken her out. Like, dude, get out of here. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You can't just shoot them. And then, like, uh, and then Daniel Kaluuya picks up, um, picks up the girl, and I said, "Yeah, so that's it." I mean, I didn't like the ending. I don't. I, I just the Dude, ending. He got. Was a, he uh, got. He got brutally mowed down. 
I mean, no one could have tased them, nothing. I don't know. They just got yeah, like... And, and that's the thing. I, I was hoping that there was a nuanced conversation on like, what can we expect? Um, and it's tough because I, like, I fear, I, I, I saw this movie in Orlando and then I had to drive back up to Atlanta and yo, shit you not, I despise driving between Florida and the Georgia line because I know the way that state patrol, how they oh, police. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. like, I literally, bro, like anytime that there's an overpass, because they usually camp out on the overpass to catch for speed traps and stuff like that. And like, I just, yo, I'm like, I could speed in Florida. I like do no more than like four miles above the speed limit when I get to Georgia because I just, one, I don't know what's expected of me. And I don't know what like is it, like uh, what I'm ex- to expect of this encounter. And I was hoping that there was going to be this conversation because when people look at this, people are manipulated to believe like, wow, this is awful, right? But then what's the point? Like, what is it that Melina and Lena are saying in this last shot? What are you like? What what is it? Just like what what what's what what's the, what's the message? And I don't know. It's unclear. Yeah, I, I would yeah, have I to agree, agree because I then agree. like the. Then like the ending, they're doing all these murals and shirts and stuff, and I'm like, this. I mean, this is what we. This is what always happens to us, you know. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, somebody died. Okay, do we remember like the I can't breathe? All mm-hmm. those shirts were popular. Philando Castillo. The yeah, Santa they. Plans. This always ha- like that's so that's where I can kind of agree where like I wanted something new from this movie. I'm like, this always happens to us. We know this, you know what I mean? And I'm and I'm at at some point I'm t- like I said. Earlier in the year, I remember I was doing the box office show with Larry, um, and I was talking to him about, he's like, oh, well, how come you didn't see this movie? I'm like, Larry, honestly, I'm tired of seeing my, my people in slavery. I think I was talking about Harriet or something. And I was like, I just like, how many times can I watch my, like slavery? How many times, you know? Like, I can we have something else? I just want, how many times can I watch like a movie where like, oh, it's supposed to be an up, uplifting movie for, um, for black people, but you're going to have to hear this N-word a thousand times, you you know, to get the story of, across and stuff. So I'm just like, I get kind of, I don't know. I just get kind of like annoyed at, to a point where like, I, I, I can, can we just have a break from these kind of films of stuff of showing like what we've been through and showing like, you know, what I have to go through on a daily basis. I remember I was watching Black Klansman last year in the audience that was just white people. And I'm just like, dude, like I'm getting, this is like too much at some, at, at, at to a point, but I get our story needs to be told and I get it. And I'm just like, um, it's kind of like, it's, it's a pro and a con in a way. So with this movie, I wanted something a little bit different than just like our, once again, our people, our people just go out, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. And I, and I was, that was like one of the reasons why I was fearing to see this movie because I had a feeling, okay, they're good. I mean, it's kind of animal with both of them dying. Right. You know? So, um, that's, I mean, that's my, that's one of my own, my only things as well too, as far as that story. And I, and I want, I wish I wanted, I just wanted it more from, from the way they ended the movie as well too. It felt like a very abrupt and nonsensical kind of ending, you know? So, um, it's weird, you know, uh, so, but I did, um, but yeah, once again, overall, I did like it enough. I liked it. Like, you know, I came out of the theater on a high, but after this conversation, I'm like, you know, that, you know, there is a lot of issues with it now talking about it and stuff. Um, a lot of questionable decision-making and throughout the film all around too. Like how, like how long were the police there at his father's house? You know, like, (laughs) did they just assume that he would call? Yo, like point. he was just, yeah. he was just magically there at the right time. Like 
Yeah, I was like, what? I, there's a lot of questionable. There's a lot of. So when you mentioned this film, actually has an extra about thirty or thirty-five minutes. Um, my boy from my podcast, uh, he's seen uh, a longer cut that was about thirty to thirty-five minutes uh, more. Oh, really? Yeah, I would love to see. It. Probably wow. Like, Probably on like on the Blu-ray or something, but like yeah, there's a lot of questions because earlier when you were like logic, I'm like, I mean, those are very logical. And then I'm like, I mean, not really, you know. Like and then I'm like, you know, why that that poor that poor cop was trying to help them and then they just stuff him in the stuff him in the uh, the trunk. Poor guy. Yeah, I was like, damn, bro. Like, yeah. and, and and I gotta be honest with you, like I it was tough, and um, it's gonna be interesting. Like the more conversations that I'm going to flesh out from continue to talk about this film. Cause I think the discourse is good. You know um, I feel for a lot of the non-black, you know, theater goers, because when we get the scene of Daniel Kaluuya in self-defense shooting and killing that cop, there was a loud cheer and that was uncomfortable. Um, I don't need to cheer at somebody's death, whether it's justified or not. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I that, can that, totally, was, yeah. that was like, oh, gosh, man, it's like, I, I mean, there were people literally like, like talking at the screen. Yeah. That's why I see if, if we would have went to a screening, I knew it would have been it probably would have been that because a lot yeah, of a lot of the black culture, a, a lot of the black culture show up for screenings as far as for black films and stuff like that. So I, that probably would have been it um, for me, though. I mean, I'm not sitting there cheering. I'm, I'm over there like, well, damn, that's that's tragic. This poor the cop. What I hate about police stoppage is that. They see a lot of a lot of cops. I won't tell you every cop, but a lot of cops see a color and they just assume, oh, he's a druggie. He's this. Dana Kaluuya's character does not drink, doesn't smoke, you know. So the doctor, the, the cop is like expecting him to be high or whatever. Um, nope, not any of that. What's in the trunk? What's in these shoe boxes? Nothing. Shoes, you know. So um, it's very sad because he's not a killer. He's not a murderer. He's not a he's not a horrible human being. He's just a, a Tinder date gone wrong. And um, yeah. it's it's very unfortunate because I I do love um, me personally I'm a huge fan of happy endings so once I once I saw that kind of date go awry I knew I knew the story had to had to take had to take that turn but I'm just like this poor guy you know his life was just turned upside down and. He didn't. He 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 didn't want to leave. He didn't want. He he was no, going to. He wanted to do the right thing. He's like, yeah, yeah he did. The girl. So I mean, essentially, I don't know if we're if this is like the right thing to say, but I mean, it's it's kind of her fault. And, and, <laughs> no, then, no, and then, it is her fault. Listen, yeah. it's kind of her fault because then while the stoppage is happening, he's complying. He's doing this. He's doing, he's doing that. Everything. And 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 Queen over here is like causing all the awry. I'm like, she's hey. giving she's giving him the advice that shouldn't be given. Yeah, I was like, stay in the car, do this and that. I but then I don't know because then you wouldn't you wouldn't know what have happened because the cop he seemed ready to kill this guy. I don't know, he just seemed ready to. So he was. I mean, the cop yeah. was on edge, and and and, I, and what I mean by nuance is that I would have loved for it to kind of show a little more complexities to it. Um, and maybe there was an additional character, you know, that was added to the story that maybe like I, the one thing that I I always hope that one day that cops will do is check other cops. And we haven't explored any narrative on film that does that. I think I think um, Black and Blue tried to do that. Twenty One Bridges tried to do that, but they both they both undercut the commentary because they turned them into just dirty cops. And those are criminals. Like dirty cops are criminals. They are no different than you know than the criminals that they you know proclaim to you know want to want to bust. So this film, this guy wasn't a dirty cop, but he was not doing he wasn't doing policing right. 
He was making assumptions off of his own biases, and there was no exploration of that. I mean, the guy, you know, pretty much he calls it in. He doesn't run any of his information. He just says, you know what? I'm determined to find something. I'm going to search until I do find something. And I'm just going to wait for you to tick me off. So maybe if I'm upset at whatever, it's going to allow me to take out my aggression. And it's so funny what you guys said. There was a line that Slim says, um, you know, in the film, like, do you think that you're a good lawyer? And I'm like, fuck no. If she was a good lawyer, you could have got him off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I would have to agree. I just um the most tragic the most tragic um character in this movie is Daniel Kaluuya's character just because like I mean this is just not I don't know. It's just like I was very unsettled by all of it all. You know, a lot of these um see a lot of these um police stoppage kind of scenes are getting hard to watch, especially you know, last year with the hate you give and stuff like that. And then a lot of the you know, a lot of a lot of these scenes to an extent are getting really, really hard to watch because it happens. And like I you see it on Facebook, on like the Facebook videos or like, you know, social or world star hip hop when somebody's been stopped and then someone's being like accused of something and I don't know. It's just very, very hard because that happened to me once. You know, I was coming uh, prom night, my prom night, my my father was uh, my father had my I didn't have no 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 like um, no like limousine or anything because, you know, we don't we don't got like that. But my father was our driver. So he drove my uh, my date and I and he got pulled over. And it was like a whole 30 minute of like interrogation on my dad and i had to watch that in the back seat and stuff and god forbid um nothing happened but it's just like you know it's just crazy to watch that on screen and kind of resonate with it you know so um you know uh overall i you know now talking about it there is a lot of stuff with the film that could have been a lot better as far as storytelling and just like some of the nuances like colby said but uh, i still had a good time with it um any any final thoughts you guys alex um, yeah, I gotta agree with a lot of what you guys said, like, you know, how it doesn't really dive deep into that subtext like it probably should, uh, but I still, I still enjoyed the movie, I still thought the performances were really good, um, cinematography was great, the directing was great, I, I, and I agree with you, Dwayne, on the ending, and you, Colby, too, on the ending as well, it's just, thinking about it now, it doesn't really make that much sense but i mean it's not it didn't it's not something that hindered the overall movie for me it's just it's something that could have been done a little bit better it's not one of those endings where i was like all right fuck this i'm out <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like the end of savages or something like you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but but overall overall i did enjoy it yeah um and, and then colby what about you man Go out and watch this film. Um, oh, yeah. Aside, aside from yeah. the qualms that I have, you know, with the film, I think that the conversation that we can have, even if the film doesn't really attempt to have it, you know, on its own, I think is healthy. Um, I would say to everybody, there's a lot of things that ails us in this country, and all we can do is try to apply understanding so we could break down the stereotypes and the biases, um, you know, that, that we've grown up and, and kind of built in our own minds. So um, I think that we need to support this film regardless of, you know, the trauma that we think that it may erect. And it completely, hey, to each his own there. Um, but I'm glad to see a film that did pretty well over the Thanksgiving Day, you know, Thanksgiving holiday, mm -hmm. um, that this is championed by, you know, uh, black and brown voices, by, you know, by women of color. 
color. Um, this is by, you know, uh, a script that's, you know, uh, written by an under, you know, represented segment in our country. Um, so that and, that, and that's, and that's really, really good. And that's strong. And it's not that we should just support it just for those things. I think we should support it because this film does have something to say. And I think that if we talk about it, uh, I'll tell you this, Lena Waithe is listening. Yo, shout out to her. She's taking yeah. it really, really well. Um, uh, it, it's it, the, the film is mixed from what I can see, but even the stuff that I had to say, she liked a few of my tweets, so I can respect that. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't realize she was the one in uh, Ready Player One. Yes, 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 Lena Waithe. Yeah, she's um really, really good. Um, I, I, I enjoy a lot of her work as well. Um, she's really good on the shy and stuff like that, too. So, um, yeah, so. I would have to agree. I listen. This is this is probably one of my favorite reviews. I I have never had a movie review go this this long, um, but I'm very grateful for it. I mean, I'm very ha- I was very happy to um, finally get Kobe on the show. And what a what an introduction to Kobe on the Cinemania World uh, podcast. Yes. Because um, yeah, this is a great show, great discussion that needed to be had um, with with all different viewpoints and stuff like that. So I really appreciate it. So um, all right. With that being said, everyone, that is our uh, review for Queen and Slim. That is our spoiler and non-spoiler review for Queen and Slim. First time we did something like this. And um, that is it. I'll go around uh, the call, get everyone's social medias and all that stuff. And um, start with Alex. Alex, let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your your, um, YouTube channel this week. All right. Uh, You can find me at my official website, alexmaddenmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links are there including my link to my YouTube channel on YouTube. Uh, I've already, I've already reviewed star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace going to be continuing to review all of them leading up to rise of Skywalker, as well as starting uh, my series, of James Bond reviews leading up to no time to die um, trailer reaction for no time to die this week as well. And uh, I'm going to try and squeeze in the Irishman, but I, I, I really need to find like a day that I have. Completely yeah. Off. Yeah. Just watch it. So, yeah. so goddamn long. Cause it's not if you're trying to do like a go to school and come home and watch it, I I feel bad for you. That's a tough yeah. day. Not yeah. that it was bad. It's just like it's long. It's long. Like I was con- I was considering doing that on Wednesday, but then I was like, well, the I only home, reason why I watched it in like a day where I was at work because I had I mean it was work it was dead I'm a security guard so security I mean I'm just sitting right there anyway so you know I was able to watch it at work but yeah, yeah I would I would definitely do like a Saturday morning or something for you if you were yeah. trying to watch it or like a day off or something or Wednesday Wednesday even or something yeah. um but yeah, all right, uh, Colby, our special guest. Thank you once again for coming on the show. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you. What's coming up? What's coming up from you? Yeah, you can find your boy. I'm on all the socials at Kobe Told Me on Twitter and Instagram. If you're into Facebook, I'm there at Kobe Mac. You can catch all my written content at my website at kobetoldme.com. I am the host of the Kobe Told Me podcast and the co-host of the Minority Support Film Podcast. And I'm going to be launching one more. I'm going to be your lead anchor for the Stream Team Podcast. It's a one-stop shot for what to watch, what to not on all things streaming. Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Apple TV+, all the pluses. It's going to be like the sports center for your streaming. So I'll be pretty busy this holiday season. I got more movies to watch. And, of course, when they ask you where you heard it from, you tell them Kobe told me.
once listen once again i would love to have you back on the show you are just a, a ray a ray of energy that i was not expecting listen but i'm very happy that we got it because we need some of that over here on the on the yeah, east coast and stuff yeah, your your introduction is something Dwayne commended you for that's something he would totally chastise me for yeah <laughs> <laughs> well because alex because listen colby sounds like oh wow i want to hang out with that guy and alex is like just random i remember I remember going back to our like Bohemian Rhapsody review. I'm like Alex, what's going on? Galileo, Galileo. I'm like Alex, come on. Man. I'm like Alex, come on. Give me one, give me one day where you just have a regular. God damn. Uh, but yeah, um, Colby, it was a pleasure to have you, Alex. Yes, you know, it was. Always yeah. great to talk to you about movies Thank as well. That is it, everyone. That is our review. We'll talk to you guys uh, later. Wednesday will be our Cinemania World Show. You can catch up. You can t- stay tuned for that. And that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex. And that was Kobe. I'll, t- I'll, I'll tag everyone's social media. It's in the descriptions. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Adios.